You're listening to Fear the Inthcast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. What's up, man? We're here. I feel like we just did this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back to back. The two time. The two time. Yeah. Firm handshakes. Firm handshakes all around. <laughs> Welcome to the Slick Daddy Club. We're stealing some branding here. I know, right? Did you watch TwitchCon at all? Uh, no. You did? Uh, a little bit. I watched a little bit of it. Um,. There's some. I have some friends that went, and they said it was a good time. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm a busy man. Got million dollar deals. I know. Right? I'm working out, talking to my people. They're talking to other people. I'm the face, <laughs> the face of podcasting, right yes. here. That's right. Yeah, I. I don't go to conventions as much as I would like to. Dude, I know. I enjoy conventions. I, do I like too. going to the ones in Houston. Yeah, I'm going to go to Comic Palooza. I want to go to a PAX next time. It's in Texas. We need to go. Yeah. Uh, for sure. No, do. I'm I'm down, and we just need to go all out at Comic Palooza this year. Yeah, we do. We need to go, you know, all three. Try days. and get a hangout to where we're all drinking and yes. partying and having a good, good for, time. For we need to try and give away some passes. We did that a couple yeah. of years ago, and the people who won the passes uh, never met up with us. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> like what the shit? If <laughs> we gave you passes and you never even said hi. Let us know. Tweet us if you want us to fight for this past <laughs> right, thing. Right. Damn it if you want it. Okay. But here we are talking about The Walking Dead. Season 8, Episode 3. Yeah. Monsters. And there's only one monster I saw. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they're touching on the themes that we've said many, many times in the past. And I yeah. feel vindicated. Yeah. Because it's, I feel like I got an argument about with, with, this, with someone about this last season where I'm like... If we were on Negan's side, we would think Rick and his group were monsters. We'd think they were the worst people. We've said that a million and, times. I know. We say it all the time. And we're right. And if it's you just weird. It's weird that and people disagreed with us, like, no, no, Rick is totally I'm like, okay, the show just said we're right. Yeah. So canon. It's they canon now. The whole scene yeah. and killed a guy. I think what it was is they were listening to our show. And they're like, you know what? People disagreeing with Fear the Nth Cast need to be corrected. Right, right. And the show writers. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I know they listen to our podcast. Okay, these guys are onto something. They're seeing something that no one else is seeing. Let's let's make it official. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you may not have seen the little credit we got in the credits, but it's there. It's, it's all the way at the bottom. <laughs> An invisible ink. It actually happens when the other show starts up. <laughs> right. It's weird. When, when Talking Dead starts up. Oh, man. Talking Dead. What a great show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways. So, let's see. What happened at the end of last episode? Carol and Ezekiel have met up with their group, and they march onward, even though they know that they're coming. Yes. Uh, Rick and... Yet they smile. Or yet I smile. Rick has been held at gunpoint by a blast from season one. Whoa. Whoa. What a shock. Morales. What a surprise. Did you know who he was when you first what? saw him? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. A you lot know, of... I even knew he was coming back. Did you? Not, not from oh, sources. Oh, that's right. We talked about yeah, the yeah. convention. Because we, yeah. we saw him at Walker Stalker. We did. And he he hinted towards it. So. Yeah. Kind of like it. <laughs> I think it's kind of sad because he hinted towards it in more of like a, I'll be back. And I'll be back to stay. <laughs> I'll be here for a long time. Never said how long I'll be back. <laughs> he got two episodes, two <laughs> whole did. episodes. He did. Yeah. So let's talk about the Ezekiel Carroll like opening. Yeah, I smile. I still smile. Is, is Ezekiel's act wearing thin on you yet? Uh, it seems like he started out both episodes really 
we've we've heard his voice on all three episodes at yeah. the beginning. Well, he he just speaks so well. I mean, how could you not love his little monologues? And it maybe I'm tripping, but in the next, like in the preview for the next episode, wasn't there another speech from him? I'm sure there happening? will be. It's yeah. So there's there's a lot of speeches happening. Yeah. And in my book, I say, give us one good one. Right. One good speech to fight for. But no, you don't want a whole bunch of speeches over a bunch of episodes? If I was in his squad, I'd be like, we get it. All right. You're smiling. Right. You're happy for right. some reason. We will not lose one of our number this day. Not one. But that's It's pretty consistent for The Walking Dead. Whenever they beat, like, when they beat a dead horse. Yeah. The opposite is going to happen. Sure. So <laughs> yeah. when, when you're really happy and you're telling everyone you're happy for two episodes, you're about to be really sad. It's true. It's, yeah. it's it very, very some true. Some strong foreshadowing. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got Aaron and Eric. Um, Eric has been gut shot, yeah. which is not where you want to get shot. No. Even with a clean exit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and especially in when there's no doctors and you're in the middle of a battle, it's probably not the best thing. Turns out your intestines are important. Yeah. And they play some pretty vital roles. And there's a lot of blood in that area. So, yeah. You know, it's just not good. But Eric, he's like, you know what? I don't want you to stay here with me. Don't be an idiot. Go back and finish the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, what did you think he was going to say? But I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. At least they gave him like a, a real kind of death scene. We didn't see him die. Yeah. But we knew he was going to die. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it seemed at least to be emotional for Aaron. Aaron Aaron loved him. That was his, were they married? I don't remember if no, they, they were said. Boyfriend. I, I, Boyfriends. I, I kind of sworn he said husband at one point, but I could be wrong. Yeah, they were just. Got they it. were going steady. Okay. Real steady. I mean, they didn't have a, a minister marry them, but pretty much the same. Sure. At that yeah. Point. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um. So the show has developed these characters. I I think there's an A team and there's a B team. Right. And then there's the cannon extras. fodder team. <laughs> yeah. The C so team. So that whole squad is definitely B team. And you can even see it from like from how they interview. Oh sure. Like if Dare or if Norma Reedus is on the same couch as them. There's like, hey, we have all these these phone calls in for Norman Reedus right, and all right. these letters written in for Norman Reedus. And they're sitting there like, yeah, we, we know our spot. We'll do other shows. You right, know, right, Norman right. Reedus is going to stay here and do his biker gang show. But, yeah, so with that, there's not a whole lot of like, my heart isn't broken. No. It sucks for them. And it, sure. And it's going to be cool. It's interesting to see where... Um, his character will develop after well, a loss. Yeah, it's setting up for a potential relationship in the future. I mean, spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't read the comics, it's probably going to be Aaron with El Jesus. El Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Because, and that's kind of a, a comic book thing. So that would be interesting. They're trying to set that up. And there's another rumor that they're trying to set up a really sad moment. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, toward the end. Yeah. I. So whenever I say A team and B team, I'm not trying to be rude to those characters or that's any show though you've got but, series regulars but there are characters who have already moved from b team to a team sure like Tara. there's some character no <laughs> calm down there's some characters <laughs> who step out um beyond so i think like gabriel started that transition morgan i would say 
Yeah, Morgan, and then um, Jesus is even really pushing mm-hmm. past that. Like oh, I'm just here, or Maggie. Even I would think Maggie started off as a B team. Sure, character, yeah, and now oh, she's absolutely, a super A, super yeah. A team. It was it was destined for her. Yes, but, it was. Yeah, but still, when she started off, if you hadn't read the source material, you'd be like, "What? The, who, who is? Eh, why is she important yeah. all of a sudden?" Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting so, yeah, to think about. The death always racks it up for people, right? And you know, it would. We needed a death. We needed them to lose someone because. Uh-huh. I mean, we talked about this last week. We couldn't tell if they were winning or not. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like it, they, they had a couple people get shot. They had, to, but to see like a character who we knew and and had his name, it's kind of a reminder of like, okay, we're actually going to lose people in yeah. this war. People that we care about, not just the people that are in the background of all three communities. Right. Like real characters are going to go. Yeah, and and I think that's just the beginning. Like as a soft blow, yes, a big blow. To yeah, me. I think that's. I agree. They're trying yeah. to to just okay, just be ready for what comes. It is still war. You're going to lose people. People are going to die. So okay, so Rick and Morales kind of had a heart to heart there for a little bit. Yeah, and Morales explained to Rick how the world sees him, and this is what we were talking about. Morales was like, "You guys are monsters." Can you look at what you've done? You came and you murdered a whole outpost of people. You brought the fight to us and all this shit. And Rick is like, "You're kidding, right? You're kidding." Like, yeah. Ne- you remember Glenn? Glenn, uh, Negan made him get down on his knees and beat his head in in front of his pregnant wife. Yeah. yeah. Right. Does that make you all the good guys? Right. Right. I liked how I liked how he named him. What was it? Uh, the widow. The widow, the king, and Rick. And do they just call him Rick? Rick, oh. Rick from Alexandria. <laughs> Rick, the widow, and the king. <laughs> the widow is cool, though. Yeah, I like the yeah, widow. That yeah, is cool. I like the widow. It's badass. The black widow. That's what they need to call her because she's the harbinger of death. So Morales was in this state where I feel like a lot of people go through when they lose their entire family. Morgan went through it. Sure. With you know, after he lost his son and. So Morales, basically, as soon as they left, he lost his family. Right. It's like, we didn't make it to Birmingham, which was 20 miles away. Clearly, you made the wrong choice. (laughs) Just turn around. We only had to go 20 miles, and we didn't make it. It was terrible. Yeah. Well, I think Birmingham's probably further than that from Atlanta, but I could be wrong. Sure. Yeah. I'm not a geography major. (laughs) Me neither. But a, a question I had for you, and this was an idea that was kind of running through my head, is that Rick... They're trying to show how Rick is different than Negan's people. Because when Rick was talking, he was like, I would not want to do what you're about to do. I wouldn't want to kill you. I'd want to try and find another way. We tried to do that with Negan and his people uh, originally, and now we're at this point. But now that I see that I know you and I have a face kind of attached, I would want to try and find another way. Yeah. What do you think? Like, does it seem like they're trying to make Rick not as bad? Like, he's trying to explain to Morales, hey, look, this is why I'm not so bad, and you're worse. Like, Yeah, so, I've already said this multiple times, like, Rick has... Say it again. He's had different, like, Rick's, like, versions of Rick all throughout the seasons. And so, we've had really... Sorry. We've had really crazy Rick after he lost Lori, just kind of losing his mind. Sure. We've had, like... I'm a farmer, Rick. We've had like <laughs> vengeful Rick, yeah, yeah. you know, and so I think that every time Rick moves into another persona, mm-hmm. he 
takes the lessons he's learned from the extremes that he was and all those other versions of Rick. So I think he's at like this point where he's seeking vengeance and also he's seeking justice again, more than vengeance. Sure. Um, so, but why does Morales get a pass? Because just because Rick, exactly. Rick met him for like he for five him. days at the very beginning of thing, like why does that suddenly rectify everything that you've done right. being associated with the saviors? Because he doesn't know Morales. He yeah, they don't Morales know each other. Pointed out, he's like, oh, we we spent like a couple of hours together. Well, and same camp. with Morgan. I was I was always so worried. Curious about the Morgan. He's like, he, I, I made it. I have a debt to this guy. And I, I, Morgan, Morgan and I, we knew each other for 12 hours. It took a shower together in the police station. So we're like best friends. Now. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, what? Why? At least with Morgan, like, he owed him some sort of debt. Sure. Like, but I feel like he paid him back. He gave him all those guns sure, and sure. radio and food and all that shit. I mean, he, I feel like he paid that debt. Yeah. They had more of an exchange. Him and Morales, it was there was nothing there. Right. I just I don't know. It's like maybe he he felt some sort of guilt that everyone that he started out with, there's like pretty much no one left. <laughs> so right. he's just like, Oh well you were there at the very beginning, you saw you knew my family. Right. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, because Morales knew Lori and uh Carl way more and Shane, because right. Rick mentioned Shane way more than he knew Rick. Yeah. Okay, but so <laughs> I wonder what Morales would have said if he would have been like, "I put down Shane." Right? But <laughs> Probably that one thing. wasn't Megan. That was me. <laughs> yeah, that, I did that one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good thing too. Uh, and uh, Carl put down his mom, so it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's, a, it's a family affair. <laughs> it's a good time for everybody. But then Daryl walks in, no hesitation. What did you think about that? I thought that was badass. That was to me. That was like a groundbreaking moment. Daryl has been questioning kind of who he was for a while. And I feel like he's been burned so many times. He's like, fuck this. I've picked the people that I'm going to be with. And that's it. Yeah. And we are in a war. And this is, and Morgan's kind of the same way. He's like, we're in a war. We're supposed to come in and we're supposed to kill him. doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. doesn't matter if we knew them before or not. They pick their sides. I feel like Daryl would do that to Eugene. I ain't wrong. I ain't right. right. <laughs> Daryl would do that to Eugene. Oh yeah, in, in a second. He picked a side. Yeah, and so, and I loved what he said. He was like, yeah, "I know who it was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter." Yeah, I think, man. So it was huge for Daryl, like that. Yeah, man, I was just I was saying it the whole time I was watching. I was like, "You're locking yourself in the room with a tiger, man, right. and not not Shiva, right. the scary tiger, right, right, like." Right. Daryl's a monster. He's, he is the monster. And so, but it's also, to me, was a huge, like, uh, milestone for the show. Yeah. Because I so badly did not want them to explain Morales any yeah. more than they had to. No. I didn't want there to be, like, a backstory on him. I did Not because I didn't care about Morales. What? You didn't want to have a backstory episode of Morales? It, but it didn't matter no, to war. It didn't like, at all. It had no place there. But... The way they did it, I feel like did have a place. Like, sure, it was a glimpse into who Rick is and who compared to who he thinks he is, and then all of a sudden, like Rick is trying to convince him, I'm not this guy. I don't just kill people. And then Daryl comes in, yeah, his people and destroys him. Well, so. and it, it was a really nice picture of the two of how 
choices that you make in the past have, can lead you one direction and then different. Because yep. Rick and Morales, they start at the same point pretty much, but they made different choices along the way, and that's why they are where they are. So yeah. it's like, you know, okay, your decisions have consequences. And if Morales had stayed with the group, he'd be in a different position right now. Yeah. He may not be alive, but who knows? Yeah, it's yeah, it's really tough because I would say the only one big def- defining difference between them is is Rick was a leader, yeah, and Morales was somebody who was still just looking to get by and survive. Right. So, yeah, interesting. It was. I okay. thought that was awesome. Um, what else happened? Oh, we need to talk about the hilltop. So, Jesus. Tara and Morgan are bringing back their group of survivors, mm-hmm. saviors, excuse me. And uh, Morgan is not happy about it. He's just not happy about it. And then when some walkers come, start rolling down a hill, they try to escape. And Morgan's like, you know what? Uh, they had their chance to be survivors and be prisoners. They're trying to run away. It's time to end them. Yeah. And Jesus disagrees. He would have put them all down. More, oh, which would have been awesome. Would have been I, just that one dude. I wish they had shot that one dude, man. I know. <laughs> like you're gonna shoot one to slow down the line. That's fine. Shoot the one that really yeah, needs to die. One. Yeah. But what did you think of the Jesus Morgan? Uh, we'll just call it the fight. What did you think? I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It. I like I didn't have like a huge opinion on it because it was cool and they did some stuff. But at the same time I was like, why, how did Morgan transition like so much to where he's so like kind of blind in that moment to where he can't even, he went from like completely controlling all of his like, you know, the violent natural inhibitions yeah. to like just being crazy. So I don't know. What's the kid that died? I can't ever remember his name because it's not important anymore. His son? No. Oh. Not Dwayne. I remember Dwayne, the one from the kingdom. Oh. That he was Damn. wearing his armor. Who was that kid? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure someone tweet at us. I'm sure we will because we won't look it up after the episode, I promise. Nope. But uh I think that was the start of him really realizing what needed to be done with the saviors. And then after they tried to kill Carol, you know, and the dude was hunting Carol and he had to save uh, Carol. And the only way to do that was by taking a life. He it's starting to kind of sink in for him that like, Oh shit, you know, we have to, we have to, it's us or them. And uh, that's what Ezekiel says later in the episode too. It's us or them. And Morgan is like, okay, these guys, any chance they get, they're going to try to harm us. Any chance they get, they're going to try to escape and go back to doing what they were doing. We know who they are. We know what they're capable of. They don't need to be around. Yeah. And Jesus, on the other hand, is like, they're still alive. And after this is over and we win the war, we have to live with these people. And Morgan, of course, is like, we don't have to live with them. Yeah. If they're not alive. You have to live why, with anyone you don't want to live with. Why is that a question? Yeah. But uh, it's just interesting that the two of them believe so strongly in w- their side. That yeah. they're like, you know what, we're going to fight over it. And um, there's, there's parts of me who agree with both sides. Right. And I think that was hard for the audience. It's, it, and you, you're battling. You're like, well, I can see Jesus' point, but I can also see Morgan's point. So it's like an inner conflict happening inside you. And then it just kind of played out on screen. But yeah. And, and with the whole Morales thing happening, you have that in the back of your head too. Like, 
I don't want to prove them right by saying, yeah, just slay everybody right. and, and we'll pick up the pieces afterwards. We'll have a new world. Right. But yeah, at the same time, sure, let's keep some alive, but <laughs> can you be a little choosy right. with the ones you pick to stay alive? Well, and then after Morgan lost the fight, um, I don't know. Did he lose? He got some good licks in. Sure. Um, to be fair, though, Morgan had a stick. Yeah. It's not fair. Jesus is quite skilled in the ways of the martial, martial artists. Yes. Namaste. Namaste. But uh, he said, I'm not I'm not right. I know I'm not right, but that doesn't make me wrong. Yeah. And that's that's the conflict that we're having. And that's I think that sums up The Walking Dead as as a show. Like cool we're probably not right with what we're doing right now but that doesn't make us wrong like who knows what is really the right answer right. in any of these situations yeah and that's the coolest part about the walking dead is it's all just like people making choices it's right. not necessarily the choice you would have made but that doesn't mean you would make the right choice or the yeah, right choice in either. the situation right yeah like you're kind of defining a whole new world at this point so how do you know what's right and what's wrong yeah i I can only imagine the things I would do if someone took away the people I loved most. Right? There would be there would be hell to pay. There would. So. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be me being forgiving. And I mean, I'm not sure what I would do, but I, I don't think I'd take prisoners home. No. Right. Okay. Then we get to the hilltop, and Gregory shows up there first, and I'm just like, "Why is this dude? What the hell? Like he's got he's got to have the biggest balls in the history of this show, <laughs> because." Why would you go back? And he's would. bitching. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know you can hear me. What is is the gate not oiled? I told him. I told him to oil it. To oil like, it. what is it broken? What's happening here? I was like, shut up, yeah. just shut up. But Maggie let him in. <sighs> that was so. Side note here, I really enjoyed this episode. Oh, I did too. This thought, was the part that I was like, if you're making hard choices. This one's not. <laughs> this one's easy. Like, you got some other choices coming up, just coming your way. Um, but, dude, I don't know. They I, don't have to kill him. There's no. There's nothing that says You just he don't needs. have to let him in. Right. Be like, you've got a car. Go somewhere else. Because that world will take care of him. Yes. On his, you know, it'll handle Gregory. Yes. Like he'll die because he doesn't know what to do with a walker. Yeah. Oh, man. It's... It did show a little bit of like, okay, Jesus kept saying like, we'll wait till we talk to Maggie. Like Maggie, Maggie will side with me. And, you know, I think Maggie didn't want to side with him though. That was a tough, tough situation that she put, that she was put in by him because she's like, we've got families. There's kids here. Like, what do we, why? Why can we trust them? Right. And he, we'll just lock them up until all this is over. And then what are we going to do with them? Send them back? They know yeah. where we live. They know how to get in. I mean, there's just not a great situation. It's uh Okay. Let me ask you this. Shoot. Do you think they'll last? That group of saviors, do you think they'll no. last their own? No. Okay. You've, seen, uh, you've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. There's going to be a car Stark moment where you're just like, what? You've got two Lannisters that killed my nephew. They're dead. Yeah. Like, these people were innocent. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And especially whenever Daryl gets gets whiff of it oh, or Rick. Daryl's on a, a war path. Yes, because the other time that Daryl decided just to be like, What no, we're not we're not playing right. this game. It bit him in the ass. Yeah. So and then further later in this episode, Rick and Daryl have that one dude like 
at oh, gunpoint. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and Rick's like, I give you my word. You know, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, we'll give you a car and you can go. <laughs> Why should I trust you? Word's all a man has in these times. <laughs> right. My word is my bond. Okay, man. <laughs> yeah. But Daryl didn't say shit. So Daryl didn't lie. That's right. Rick Rick kept his word. He was going to give him a car. And Daryl's like, no, we're not, mm-hmm. not going to do that. He gone. Uh, and it was brutal. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Daryl is, is taking zero shits. Right. And then uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Carol and Ezekiel. They make it to... Gavin's outpost, which is we find out from Daryl and Rick that the information they got, that's where the 50 cows are now. Yes. So they have lost none of their number up to this point. And uh, I think that's Not about to change. One. It's about to change rapidly. Oh, we saw it change. <laughs> and I loved how like five people jumped on the king. Yeah. Except like, for Jerry. I was like, what is it? Is this a damn secret service? What are we doing? Yeah. We're taking a bullet for the king here? Like They were. They were willing. Yeah. He has he has thoroughly brainwashed them. It's so noble. It's a noble pursuit to die in service of your king. Yes. <laughs> we shall if name the them. king isn't here, Shiva will go wild. Right. They're martyrs now. Martyrs for the cause. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. That, that gun mowed them down. Yeah. That's setting up a crazy next episode. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I never watch the preview anymore because I like to be surprised. Yeah. And I try not to read spoilers. And they went ahead and got Carol out of there. Yeah, we well, can't let Carol kind of, die. Kind of. She's, we can't let she's Carol gonna go die. scope it out. But yeah. 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 So overall, thought it was good. All right. Let's talk about this rumor then. And I don't know. Do you read like about possible rumors or theories oh, yeah. and stuff like that? Okay. So Gracie is the baby that they rescued Jeez. and gave it to Aaron after Eric passed away. And Aaron's really sad. Like, let me take her back to the hilltop because Eric and I were going to move there anyway and start a life. And so the theory is that Gracie is because she was holding a rabbit in her crib is the one that we see in the flash forwards. And it's not little ass kicker. And that little ass kicker isn't going to make it. Oh, have you heard that? I haven't heard that one. That. That's dark. Isn't that dark? <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. That would be well. The baby doesn't live in the comic. Yeah, like it, what you, you've read that one, right? With yeah, L- Lori trying yeah, to yeah. escape from prison, and a bullet goes through Lori and the baby, and you're like, "What the shit?" But it's, that's way like yeah. we were past all that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, the, the the baby isn't in the comic, so this is all like uncharted, and we don't see her that often. Yeah, but no. I mean, that would but, be dark, ooh. man. Ooh. That would be, I don't even know how I could handle that. Like killing a little girl. That's, I just had a little girl. That's not okay. That is not okay. Right? Man. Dark, you're welcome. Yikes. So what do you think? Do you think that's a possibility? Do you think that crosses the line for The Walking Dead? They killed that Sam kid and, yeah. and everybody rejoiced. <laughs> he had just passed that cusp of his life where he had lived long enough. It's one of the few times in the in any episode where I was like, yes, and put both oh, hands no. above my head like they've done it. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> Yes. God, we're terrible people. Well, yeah, I guess they have killed some girls. Oh, I'm not talking so about a girl, the, I'm talking about a little kid, man. Well, no, I mean like some younger girls with the daisies. Right. What were they? Look at the pretty flowers. I, I don't know ages of kids. This is going to be hard for me. She's probably like 12, 10, 12. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. I would think. And the younger one, maybe maybe eight. Sure. So, yeah. Little kids have died. <laughs> so, 
It's possible. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm for it. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it, that is dark. That would be and dark. it will be dark if it happens. Oh, man. I don't um, even know if we could handle that. Man, but there are so many rumors going on right now. I know. There's just a lot of stuff up in the air. Um, it's true. So, we'll see. We will. The The showrunners want this show to go on forever. Right. But they've been talking about how they know Rick is going to die, and Rick is going to die, and the show's going to keep going. Yeah. Which Josh always said that the show would end when Rick died. And I, and they've refuted that. Like, you know, we, Rick is going to die. Um, he always gets in these situations where you're like, oh, shit, this might be the time, but it's not. But eventually it's going to be like, oh, shit, this might be the time. Oh, my God, it is the time. Yeah. Rick is dead. Right. There, there are rumors, uh, pretty strong rumors, that our favorite little one-eyed sheriff might be disappearing yeah. pretty soon. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Yes, <laughs> you could be heartbroken. Oh, man, I'm going to cry myself oh, to sleep no. every night, every night. Why do we always lose the good ones? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Um, we haven't gotten a lot of uh, communication from you guys, just a little bit. So what do you guys think? Send us a tweet. Send us an email. Just let us know. We would love to hear from you other than y'all just listening to us talk. Let's make it a dialogue. Yeah. Instead of us just talking in, in a room by ourselves. So there's a couple ways you can get a hold of us. You can follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is at FearInthCast. You can also send us an email fear at nthcast.com and check out our website fearnthcast.com and all of that stuff will be on there it's a one stop shop check it out it's amazing anything else that's it that's it well I'm, I'm glad that we accomplished that so next week uh, we're going to be back for episode 4 season's heating up we're still in the middle of the war looks like uh, Ezekiel and Carol might be in a little bit of trouble yeah, I mean, who knows? Going to Vegas this weekend, so uh, uh, yeah, tune in to see how much money I lose or or win. No, oh or, yeah, I could be rich when win. I get back. I mean, if you see twelve blacks in a row, just put it on red. Since that's how that works. Noted. <laughs> in the meantime, though, fight the dead. Fear the nth cast. <laughs>